welcome to another great podcast. Of, <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> no, Don't I, laugh. Just laughing because it's true. It is. I laugh at true things all the time. <laughs> F- truth is the heart of wit. Fred Dakin. Welcome to Hold Up Throwdown. We're watching a very special movie. We usually don't do Disney movies per se. We do like the outskirts of Disney movies. And I think this is the closest we're going to get to a fully fledged Disney. If you haven't read the description yet, then you don't know that today we're watching 1995's A Goofy Movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Isaac, did this movie hold up? Or throw down for you? It threw down for me. Oh, shit. It threw down... I wouldn't say hard, but it threw down. This movie was a little too goofy for me. Too goofy? It was too goofy. I I guess goofy in general was never my favorite Disney character, but Mm -hmm. he's good in, like, small increments. Uh But when a whole movie is a goofy movie, it's too much for me. I did enjoy some parts, but overall throws down i don't think this is any babe but this was the most fun movie i think for me so far in this podcast i had the most fun watching this and uh before we uh start talking about uh this movie i have to ask did you own this movie on vhs this one i did not okay so there's something that needs to be talked about right now especially for especially for people who are listening who did have the VHS and know what I'm talking about. This movie came front-loaded with a music video. Ooh. From a, I forget the band, it's like something Parachute, but the song was called Dr. Looney's Remedy. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's the worst, most infectious song. (laughs) And I think, uh, can can we add a little clip here of it? Yeah, let's listen to it. Check this out. Yeah. That was ridiculous. So even like, okay, you know, we'll get into the movie and you said it threw down for you, but imagine having that front loaded before watching a goofy movie. Yeah, it's like the it's like a weird, like trippy weird thing. I don't know, it was it was weird. It's not good and I remember like and I did I said this as a joke, but I thought it'd be funny that when I was in a ska band in high school, uh, the speakeasies mm-hmm. shout out there. Um, I thought it'd be funny if we covered it and we tried to do it a little bit, but it just like, we were like, this is not worth it. (laughs) So yeah, that was that good old VHS thing where you had like something right before the movie, but yeah, which I remember that in a lot of stuff, but yeah, I didn't get that that bad. I didn't get that privilege when I, uh, Mm -hmm. when I watched it this time. And the band was called Parachute Express. Parachute Express, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, 1995, a goofy movie. Uh, one thing I found out online was they were uh, considering having Steve Martin do the voice of Goofy, oh. which would have been like a Sophie's choice of the situation. Like, it would have been awesome to have Steve Martin, but it would be really weird seeing Goofy with like another person's voice, even if it was the great Steve Martin. Yeah, I feel like they should stick with the characters, like. Yeah. Voice. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to me. The only, the only way you get away with that is with Garfield having Bill Murray. That was a terrible movie. That was a great casting oh, choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get into the beginning of the movie. 
It opens with what I have down as a weird wet dream turned nightmare. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I just had a regular dream turned nightmare, but a wet dream. It, it's a wet sense. dream. The dude's yeah. in high school and. Max seems he's he's a bro, right? He's kind of like a skater dude, you know. Well, he's, he's kind of like a nerdy, yeah, nerdy guy, bro, though. nerdy bro, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love that his sexy dream is the most feminine like setting ever. It's in a barley field, and like she's dressed like a Greek goddess, and she like floats down to him. It's like but, uh, Star Wars, the second episode two. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. whole horrible movie. That whole I part. hate sand. Yeah, it's grainy and it gets everywhere. <laughs> it's not soft like, like you. Oh, skin. Isaac just did a little little two finger <laughs> vagina move. A come hither. I did not. I did it. a crazier like your your <laughs> arm. It looked like you were doing a fingering motion. No, like you like he touches her skin at that moment. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Jesus, weirdy. Um. <laughs> And so the the nightmare is that he turns into his dad, which is what this movie is partially about. But they could have done more with this, I think. Yeah, they did a couple little things involving it, but not a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can jump ahead and spoil because people have seen this movie. At the end, like that's what she finds sexy about him. Yeah, she she likes it. Like mm-hmm. she like like throughout the whole movie, he's trying to hide his goofy. Like, <laughs> he's trying to hide mm-hmm. that goofy laugh, but she loves it. That's the first thing she. You know, like liked about him. Yeah, and we we all have you know negative opinions about our parents when we're in high school, like to an extent. Like you know, we have that like, come on, dad, or come on, mom. But I also feel really bad for Goofy in this movie. You know, Max is getting ready for school in the morning after sleeping in, mm-hmm. and he's got a scheme that we'll talk about going. Yeah, and his dad's he's he's a nerd, but he's kind of cool and pretty laid back. Yeah, he's a really chill guy, and he's like, you know, he's goofy, so he's like an awesome, he's like having fun all the time, mm. just sweetheart. Also, where where is the mom? Well, I'm going to address this. Who, who, who fucks Goofy? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's Goofy oh, having sex. I Gosh. Didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I, I got my cream all over you. Oh. Oh well, yeah. If you're if you're the type of girl to fuck goofy, you're not gonna stick around. Although, if you watch an extremely goofy movie, which is funny, in extremely goofy movie, he does get a girlfriend, and it's like they get together over like being like '60s disco people. Like they say, like mm. far out and groovy. She's like the librarian Weird. at the college. Goofy and whoever this mystery woman mom is is like. Forrest Gump and uh, um and Jenny. Yes. That's what that's like. Because when you started talking about Goofy earlier, I was like, you know, the thing about Goofy is he follows Robert Downey Jr.'s advice in Tropic Thunder. He doesn't go full retard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he he rides that line. <laughs> but um when he leaves for school, uh Goofy gives him a kiss on the cheek and we get our first musical number which there's some really good songs in this movie, I thought. Like, I think this song is good. I can tell you don't like I, it. Uh, I felt the opposite way. I loved it. That these songs are pretty, pretty like, I don't know, pretty lame. But uh, I also think, like, your idea of goofy is a different idea of, than me. You know what I mean? Well, you keep you going seem back like to the word goofy. I guess no, it, like, I know it's no, not goof, Not the word goofy, the character goofy. Goofy was always a little bit annoying to me. He, like 
got he was a little too much like, hoo, 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 you know it was like mm-hmm. he wasn't my favorite but you seem like you're really into goofy well i'm not really into goofy like if we're talking like the original you know you know work that we're looking at like the cartoons and stuff and I just think, you know, this movie does ground Goofy quite a bit. You learn a lot about him. You do get a more, like, like his whole personality and what's mm-hmm. going on. You get, like, Goofy not being Goofy, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like that. I like this song a lot, though. You get all the high school stereotypes singing about what they want to do over the summer. You get a guy who's dressed like Bender from Breakfast Club, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, what is that, um... You get the the bus driver who's just, I'm just like gonna sit on my I'm butt. gonna sit on my butt. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, like and one thing that made me like a little sad was the guy who does the voice of uh, Max. He he couldn't he didn't get to sing the songs, and apparently he's like a good singer. Like yeah, I watched, it's a different actor who does the which yeah. happens all the time. I mean, Jonathan Taylor Thomas didn't sing the songs in uh, Lion King. You know, yeah, or the song, I should say. Also, Max, uh, Jason Marsden. Marsden. He like he. I could. I couldn't think of what he was from, but he has one of the Ducktail voices in like. Oh, nice. I don't think the original, but like the remastered version, because mm-hmm. that's why I could like. I pictured him as a Ducktail too. It was weird. I also thought he was when I saw the name. I got excited because I thought it was. Is it James Marsden who's in the X Men movies, the Cyclops? Yeah, yeah. For a second, I thought it was him, but also uh, Jason. Is it Jason Marsden? Jason Marsden is the one that is, is in this. Is He's in this. also the voice of Kovu from Lion King Two: Simba's Pride. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, gets, he was in a bunch of stuff, actually. Yeah, Disney, yeah, he is. He's he's kind of like the guy who does the voice of Aladdin. He's like in a bunch of Disney stuff, you yeah. know, because they got great voices for animation, you know. Yeah, and also like before the song, you get introduced to to a big part of the the plot of the movie. Uh, Powerline is that his name? Oh yeah, the biggest rock star ever. Who ends up not being like a, like a rock star? He's more like he's, Michael Jackson. Yeah, they like said, he's like a pop guy. Yeah, it's supposed to be Michael Jackson and Prince kind of combined. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense for sure. But uh, he's so him, his friend PJ, who is if you're familiar with like the the universe of Mickey, is Pete's son. PJ is short for uh, Pete Junior. Mm-hmm. But we also get introduced to I forget his name in the movie, but it's Polly Shore is in this Bobby. Movie. His name is Bobby, <laughs> and Polly Shore is in this. Yeah, the Weasel. Is yeah, in it. yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's really into cheese whiz apparently. Yeah, what's the deal? And he's always like groovy man. What's up? He's just doing Polly Shore, you know. Yeah, which you know for some people gets old, but for me, I I'll take it all day. <laughs> I love yeah. me some terrible Polly Shore. Sometimes uh, in this one, I liked it. But little Polly Shore goes a long way. Yeah, for but, um, sure. And PJ is played by Rob Paulson. I'm glad you looked this up because I uh, didn't. Which uh, he was like, and I recognize his voice a lot too. The first thing I recognized him from was he plays. Did you ever watch Jimmy Neutron? Yes, he plays uh, Carl, mm-hmm. the like kind of nerdy. Well, I don't know guy. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he also is Yakko Warner from the Warner. Brother, mm, from, nice. you know the yeah, and then he's also Pinky in that show too. Really? So he's like he's like a bunch of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Disney, when they got their voice actors, they use them. Uh, so the thing that kicks off this movie is there's a school assembly, and I love that it starts with uh, kind of like the uh, 
Stacy. Well, her name's Stacy, and she's like the slightly nerdy girl who like is like the head of the class, gets all the best grades, but she's mm-hmm. also kind of popular because she's within like the all the class activities. I feel like she's in all the clubs. Yeah. And I love like the nerdy Star Trek kid, like Stacy, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Yeah, like trying to hit on like Stacy, like. Mm-hmm. And I like weird. that uh, she invites the whole school to her party to watch Powerline live on TV on on a uh, pay per view. Yeah. Oh yeah, but when you see it later, there's like five of them there. But like, it sounds like this is gonna be the big party, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a very small crowd compared to the whole school coming. Even out. Bender or the Bender lookalike from a uh, you know, Breakfast Club, he kind of leans in on Roxanne, the girl that Max likes. He's like, so. About Stacy's party, like it's gonna be this thing because yeah. when it cuts that party, that guy's definitely not there. No, I mean they might be there, but like just I don't know. Maybe they have different television viewing rooms. <laughs> We've got a room in every TV. It's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we get introduced to the principal though, who's voiced by Wallace Shawn. Come on, the Princess Bride. Yeah, conceivable. Yeah, for sure. He's also Rex from Toy Story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, stuff. That was good, too. So that's like a bunch of people mm-hmm. I recognized. Like, and I had to look up a couple of them, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was very familiar. It was nice. Yep, yep. You got Pete, who is voiced by Jim Cummings. Who's yeah, like Jim Tigger Cummings and everything. All that. Yeah. yeah. Tigger is the one that he sounds the most like in this, though. Mm-hmm. He sounds like just a mean version of Tigger, which is weird. Yeah. For sure. But uh, while the principal is talking about science slumber parties and all these fun activities that students can stay connected with school, he gets interrupted by Max, Max's scheme, which is to do this green screen lip sync of a Powerline song, which, you know, like we said, Powerline is like this Prince Michael Jackson hybrid. He's got the outfit on mm-hmm. and he's doing this dance, but... Uh, he busts through the window and he's doing all these things and Roxanne's really into it. The whole school's into it, but he gets caught. He gets caught by the principal and he's going to be put in the principal's office. Yeah. And during all this, though, I think this is important. We get a look into what Goofy's work life is, which I think it's funny that Goofy and Pete, their jobs are that they're like photographers, like mainly for children at like a big name store. Yeah. Like where'd that idea come from <laughs> that they're, that's their job. And they have like, that's approaches. what their careers ended up being. But it seems like he's the, it seems like Pete's like the boss of goofy, which not just like mentally, but that's actually mm. like his position in the, yeah, in the I course. didn't, I didn't to me like, and you know, I don't know. It didn't come off that, he was his literal boss. I had a feeling that they had the same job, but because of Pete acts, he acts like he's in charge of Goofy. I guess that makes sense because I could see that too. Because they're doing the same job. He does that in the same in the same thing anyway. Yeah, they have very different approaches to how they uh, get kids to, you know, act it out. But um, yeah. yeah, let's not get bogged down that. But let's get back to Max, who is waiting in the principal's office and once you know Roxanne is kind of into the bad guy thing bad boy thing yeah she sees him in there and uh he uh he invites her to go to the party and she says yes yes but you know not a lot of not a lot of conflict here she's pretty into him she's a little quirky and weird he's weird because he laughs weird yeah you know kind of like sense. these like dorky little kids just into each other it's mm-hmm. very sweet very sweet and I love like after uh, she says yes, uh, he dances with the uh, the receptionist doing the conga. That, the mom, uh, the mambo. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, um, 
Goofy was all about earlier that Max kind of like, like no this is, so that's another like he's turning into mm-hmm. his father for sure and I love that the and principal with the laugh, obviously, yeah right. and the principal and Polly Shore come out and like Polly Shore is like yeah dance with her. Even when he with her <laughs> yeah even when he goes to talk to the principal he's like He's like, what's going on, Mazer? Uh, Principal Mazer, how's it going? Yeah, he's what's just, up, bro? Holly Shore is a ridiculous human being, but like, <laughs> it's funny in this one. It works for animated things. Have you ever seen Polly Shore is Dead? Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. a great movie, but you have to watch it because mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I love. Oh, oh, also, like, you, it's weird. I guess I never realized that like, Goofy's last name is Goof because. The principal call when uh, well the mm. the principal calls the dad and he says Mr. Goof and like their last name's Goof and like mm-hmm. it's Mr. Goof yeah it's I didn't realize that's weird for sure yeah I, yeah they don't call him Goofy the whole time that's why there's like a more grounded real yeah. life version he's the dad now mm-hmm. I love that uh, when Goofy gets the call from the principal the re- he says that the violations were that Max was dressed like a gang member and incited a riot mm-hmm. which is that what happened and he says that he has to you know make sure max stays in line or he's gonna end up in the electric chair yeah like evaluate your parenting otherwise he's gonna end up in the electric chair mm-hmm. super intense mm-hmm. a lot really ridiculous actually but goofy you know he sees us says he has to do something so his plan is that he's gonna take him on a vacation a fishing trip mm-hmm. like his dad and his dad's dad did before and this is right when Max is, like, super popular, when he's coming out to school. Yeah, because they, they all think he's cool now. Even, mm. like, that, like, the jerky, like, popular, like, like football jockey guy was like, hey, you're mm. all right or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I noticed, like, the movie did something really well. It did kind of give, like, a good, like, it exemplified the feeling of, like, being on top of the world in high school. I thought when, like, you know, it's not to this, you know, high level of like everyone cheering his name and he feels cool when he's running home. It's a complete, you know, opposite of the way he came to school, you know. It's like the goofy dorky guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. The day after day, the day that he wishes he wishes the day was the day after today. Yes. But the day at the present time is actually pretty chill. Turned so, out well. Turned out well. And um one thing that I don't like about this movie, but it's not like a big issue because then there wouldn't be a movie, is this whole movie hinges on the fact that Max just doesn't tell his dad what's up. Yeah, I well, mean, they have a bad eventually. communication because their 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 father and son relationship isn't the way that either mm. either of them want it to be. And I get that, but it also like makes me like mad that I'm like Max, just be like, yo, let's do this trip in like two weeks. I've got some. Got some tail I want to meet up with. Yeah, because, again, like, we've all seen it, so we can spoil it. At the end, like, he ends up telling him, and then he helps him fix the problem. Mm-hmm. If he would have just said that in the first place, hey, I like this girl a lot, can we do this thing? You know, but all he says is, I want to go to a party. And he's like, oh, well, you can party when you're older. <laughs> Look at me. I never went to a party. I never even got invited to a party. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I love this. So this is... This is me, and I'm weird, but uh, Goofy shows him the map of the route they're going to take. And what I did was, it's a map of the United States. So I had to hit pause. And I was like, so they said Idaho, and they said um, California or L.A. Where 
are they from? And I hit pause, and it's the map's a little weird looking, but they're from West Virginia. Yeah. It's pretty random. Like, that must be some writer's touch. Like, they're probably from West Virginia. Yeah, that is But weird. it also, like, this is, like, shows how the movie's definitely grounded a little bit more than, like, the Disney main character universe, because I don't like to think that they live in this world or this dimension. I want it to be, like, you know, like, Toontown or something, you know? Yeah, something completely different, yeah. Mm, but they're on their way. Max is pissed, but he has to stop by and tell Roxanne he's going to miss their date. But he ends up lying mm-hmm. and saying that instead he's going to the Powerline because Powerline concert in L.A. because his dad is friends with Powerline. And they I think, were in a band together. Yeah, this is one of the funniest parts to me because also I love that her dad was like the stereotypical girlfriend's dad, just this big dude who doesn't like you right away. Yeah. But I also love that... Uh, so Goofy, <laughs> is he's like, come on, son, it's time to get the show on the road. And uh, he Max is like... All right, you party animal, you. And it just cuts to Goofy. He's just, like, stunned. And then he does, like, a smile. Yeah. I don't know why, but I laughed out loud when I saw that. Also, I never get, I never got why, like, she was upset with him for having, like, he could have just explained he has to go on a fishing trip with his dad because his dad's making him and they haven't spent a lot of time with together with each other and I feel like she should understand that but when you're doing something amazing it's totally like going to see Powerline it's totally fine like that's shitty I feel I think it is shitty but maybe I think that she like she is just as kind of in her own body as Max and maybe Mm -hmm. she already just feels like kind of beaten down by the fact like she only sees the surface of like Oh, maybe he just doesn't want to go with me and all this. That makes sense. It's very insightful, actually. Mm-hmm. It's yes. a very, it's an insightful movie. Um, but we get him out on the open road, and we get kind of one of the worst songs of the movie. I was not a big fan of the open road. I did not like this one at all. No, um, but uh, we did get a, a cameo from Mickey and Donald. Yep, but they were like baby Mickey and Donald. It was weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're just shorter because they're mice and ducks. And dogs are bigger. Oh, I just remember dog, them having right? like this weird like look that doesn't. It's not like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. It looked like the baby versions. Wow. You know how they have the baby characters of of Disney characters. That's what it looked like to me. Mm, okay, but I don't know. Disney babies. <laughs> which uh, so their first stop is Lester's Possum Park. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, and I saw this when I like did some research, but I wrote this before I did the research. Is like a redneck white trash version of Country Bear Jamboree yeah. at Disney World. Yeah. Which I remember when I was at Disney, it was so hot. Like, we went in July, and I just, like, all the lines are really long. I need to get... Because when you get inside those rides at Disney, they feel so good because mm-hmm. the AC is just pumping. AC's bumping. I sat through the Country Bear Jamboree just because I wanted some AC time and to sit down. I remember when it was so hot when I was there, I went to that President's Hall. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't want to go to that, but it was just so hot. And that's the only one that had no line. I was like, let's just get inside. Mm-hmm, it felt yeah. so good. Yeah. It's hot. My feet hurt. Let me sit for 20 minutes and watch these, Learn like, about robot Lincoln. presidents. Yeah. But uh, the host guy, the voice, is uh, Pat Bertram. I don't know if you remember or recognize his voice at all, but you might be most familiar. He's Chief from Fox and the Hound, you know, the older. I yep. don't know. I don't think the yeah, master's going to like it. I didn't it. recognize that, but I know what you're talking about. And this was his last film, sadly. Mm. Mm-hmm. He was also in the third 
Back to the Future as just like a random like guy like who was just look at Marty McFly and like look at him <laughs> when he was like wearing <laughs> the pink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I one thought I still like loved was Max is all pissed he doesn't want to be there and the mascot Lester comes up and like keeps bugging him and he just punches him and his head turns around he says beat it doofus which is kind of like a fancy way to say his last name I just want to point that out. I guess, like, doofus and goofus, I was putting oh, But yeah. anyway, the, the possum guy walks away and immediately gets tackled by, like, a bunch of kids and is, like, pulled off the screen. Like, that's what you see. Yeah. They literally drag him off the screen. And um, there's this whole thing where Max ends up with a possum in his pants and he starts dancing. Well, he's not dancing. He's trying to get the possum out. And his dad confuses it for a dance. And he, like, joins in. And he gets really embarrassed. There's some little kids, like, there's Dork and Dork Jr. And all that. And that's just, like, he gets super embarrassed, like you said. And that just sparks, like, another, like, I'm embarrassed of my dad. And I don't want to turn Mm -hmm. to my dad. And he gets all mad and And stuff. He tries to hitchhike away and all that. But uh, the next day, they're camping. And once you know it, Pete and Pete Jr. show up with his decked out RV. I always wanted that RV. It's got like a full full pool and like a bowling, bowling alley, alley on the roof and all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think Jeff Daniels would appreciate it though when they cut down those trees to make room. Yeah, you know? I, I thought of deforestation. So I was like, <laughs> is it, what's going on here? Mm, there's levels to this movie, man. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he cut down like at least like 20 trees just to make room for his camper, <laughs> man. It's a great camper, though. Yeah, not worth it. <laughs> Think of the environmental impact. You Think know? of the HBO and the satellite TV. Stay at home, then. Camping's about nature, and that's what Goofy understands. Well, but also, like, I like the idea of like being in nature all day and then coming back to my creature comforts. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm All not right. a fan. When I get my RV and you'll be out there in your little tent. I'll be out there in my canvas tent, really appreciating nature. And you can sit and watch nature I'll on watch your I'll watch you HBO. get eaten by a bear while I'm watching The Wire for a third time. Or The Revenant. I oh. think that's on HBO now. I don't want to watch The Revenant in the wind, in like the wild. Well, though. I'm getting eaten by a bear. Yeah. Oh, I like that, that's though. What I, was saying, I can yeah. be like, Ugh. The parallels, they're uncanny. <laughs> I have to say that when I saw The Revenant, I literally felt cold when I was yeah. watching the movie. Same with, uh, uh, what do you call it? The ter- uh, Hateful Eight. You f- it, oh, gi- it, gives you that, it gives you that chill. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I feel it. Yeah. I use a blanket. Yeah. But we see the dynamic uh, between the two families is that PJ has all the material things in his life, but not the loving father. Max, you know, he has a simple life, but his dad loves him. Mm-hmm. And so Pete tries to teach Goofy, you know, how to be more like him. You gotta keep him under your thumb, Goof, or they're gonna end up in the gutter. Pete's so manipulative, I hate it. He's terrible, but I mean, I can see why his wife isn't around anymore. Yeah. For sure. Oh, I asked who fucked Goofy, who fucked Pete? It probably I mean, wasn't the, consensual. For the money, you know what I mean? Oh, like, that Pete money. Because he's got money. Apparently, but he has the same job as But Goofy. he can afford all these things. Oh, maybe maybe Goofy's just like has the same amount of money. He just doesn't spend it on material possessions because mm-hmm. he's not Saving not up like for that. Uh, uh, Max's college. Yeah, could be. Stay tuned for an extremely Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um... He does try a little bit of tough love with Max, but I think, you know, a little bit of tough love goes a long way with Max. He's a bit mouthy, mm-hmm. you know? But um, we get introduced to a key element of the movie when they go fishing is the perfect cast. The perfect which cast. Which is very important for this whole movie. 
and the cast ends up like catching a steak and like uh, like a food you know something you eat not like a vampire killing thing it's pete steak he's making steaks outside and it causes the steak fly across the pond and attract a bigfoot that uh goofy reels in and like when the bigfoot shows up and he's all scary i love that pete is just like i'm out of here and the whole thing like the whole rv just closes and uh mickey or not mickey goofy and max they get to the car and they're all in there they go through the sunroof but they don't have the keys but they, mm-hmm. this gives them the good bonding time you know yeah. they're stuck in a small space you know they've been stuck in a small space driving this some good father son bonding time we get the alphabet soup thing yeah the the high dad soup oh. high dad soup high dad soup mm-hmm. that that gave me a little tearjerker for sure and i thought i thought it was kind of cool how they cooked the can of soup using the cigarette lighter from the car which would never actually work no but, but it was cool movie. yeah and i love like uh, goofy had a little anti-smoking kind of comment he was like Oh, I knew this thing was good for something. Yeah, at least this thing's good for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And the Bigfoot's just having a good time during all of this. Just rifling through their stuff and exploring. Putting and on stuff. sock puppet shows. Yeah. When he's listening to the Bee Gees. Yeah. Um, but but the, at- the High Dad Soup thing was like, the whole thing of the, with that was uh, he, uh, he used to like write, uh, Max used to like, make little notes in his soup after he was like done. ambidextrous not like ambidextrous no what like about, small like, I words pledge of allegiance like small words <laughs> like i love you like i love you <gasps> and then he gets all sad because they haven't said that to each other in a long time mm-hmm. and uh, eventually once he finishes his soup he spells hi dad mm-hmm. and gives it to goofy and it's such a sweet little thing I have to say, at this moment, I realized something. I knew this about, like, the Disney characters in general. But it felt really weird in this movie when I finally noticed it. Because not all the characters do this. Goofy? Excuse me. Max, Pete, and Pete Jr. all wear gloves. The Disney gloves. I didn't notice that. Imagine noticing that. Because that really, like, weirded me out the whole time. Because none of the characters wear gloves besides them. I guess, you know, when you saw Mickey, you probably Mickey. had gloves. But I'm just talking about, like, in the movie. Yeah. Roxanne doesn't have any gloves. Uh, Bobby doesn't have any gloves. I just thought that was kind of weird. And like, I kept really looking weird. at it, you know? Maybe just because so, those um, characters were already around. So what comes up yeah, here weird is that while well, Goofy's snoring really away, weird, and mm-hmm. so is the Sasquatch, uh, he does, Max does something devious. Yes. He changes the map, which... That is pretty dumb if he doesn't really notice that. Yeah, but originally he wasn't even going to do that. Originally he started writing a letter to Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Originally he started writing a letter saying that he it's going awesome and everything. And then he was like, he looked at his dad and how like sweet he was. And he was like, I'm going to write this letter to Roxanne confessing, right? Mm-hmm. And then then he changes his mind. Why does he change his mind? I don't know. He uh, I don't. I think it just doesn't oh, have a stomach. Sees, he sees that the map is like the two places that are the the place they're going is like Destiny Lake or something. Mm-hmm. And Lake then Destiny. Lake Destiny, or and he sees it's very close to LA. LA, so he can just change the map. And he does that. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then, and then his dad wakes up, and mm-hmm. and he rips up the card that he was gonna um, 
Max rips up the card that he was going to confess to Roxanne and in the wind gets caught just two words. I lied. Mm-hmm. It was deep stuff, Damn, bro. Dude. That part got me. That part got me. I was like, what? Better have gotten you or else you wouldn't have a heart. <laughs> but you know what You know what got me mad? <laughs> what got <laughs> was you mad, the next bro? Day, they're just at a diner. No, no, they didn't show how they got away from the Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They didn't like. They should have at least had a scene where he like walked off, or like he was passed out, and they like ran. Mm. They ran, got the keys quick or something, because he threw the keys like in the woods. The Sasquatch mm. did so like into the woods. Yeah, Goofy maybe knows how to hotwire a car or something. I don't know. Now that's a backstory. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he wasn't always so goofy. I used to hotwire cars to get my money, and that's where I met your mother. Is that your she was a street? You sound like a southern man. She was a street that. prostitute. <laughs> I don't know where that accent. It's from. a half chill, goofy. It's like son. <laughs> but um, I also had to say at this diner, um, that they're eating. I love that Goofy gives Max the map by making it a public toast. You know, he, like, hits his glass with a fork, and he has to have everyone listen in. Yeah, attention. That was really sweet, and everyone's super interested. Yeah, like, see, they get oh, around. Oh, wow, like, that's so sweet, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's just, like, as soon as as soon as soon Max brace, breaks Goofy's trust, that's when he gains his actual trust. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was weird, yeah. Yeah, and he's allowed to pick all the stops. He's the navigator. Now, and which I like. This is a pretty fun montage. Yes. Because I like they're doing things that Max likes, like roller coasters, monster trucks. But Max sees that uh, Goofy's not enjoying himself. So he starts picking uh, stuff that Goofy would like, like the uh, House of Yarn. Or the place with the mime, which I love the bit where he cuts the invisible string and an actual piano drops on the mime. Yeah. And they just piece it. Yeah. <laughs> just run away good. from a murder. Yeah, well, you know, it's a mime. They're not real people. Oh, jeez. Uh, tell, like, tell Megan that. I will. <laughs> if she wasn't, like, in Boston. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bostonian now. <laughs> right. She moved to Boston. God knows why. <laughs> oh, that's only Canada. It only works in Canada. <laughs> um, this is the USA. Respect all the states. <laughs> except Boston. Or Idaho. Or Nebraska. Missouri. There's a few states that I will come to task with. Wow. Would you live in Wyoming? I don't know. I've never been there, so I can't judge it. <sighs> you know me. You know what I do when I buy a book? I look at the cover. And that's how I know whether or not I want to read it. I don't read the whole thing and decide if I want to buy I it. I read the back. That's part of the cover. No, the well, the cover, the front cover. I didn't say the front cover. Whatever. It's not like you don't judge a book you know by what its I do? front cover. I look, up, I look up reviews of it and then I... <laughs> but from all different places. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> the hotel they stay at, though... What about that hotel? Oh, the with the like the what is it? Uh, Neptune's Kiss. Neptune's Inn. It's I think it's just Neptune's Inn. It's all like a, like aquatic style. Yeah. You know what Neptune's Kiss is? What? That's when you like pooping, and you drop a deuce, and then water splashes up, and you get oh, like that. Oh <laughs> God, Neptune's Kiss. The gift of the gods. <laughs> It's mm. like a it's like a self-produced boudet. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very French. <laughs> Uh, but wouldn't you know it, Pete and PJ show up out of nowhere, 
And it's because Pete needs to like charge his RV. But does the RV run on water? That's what I didn't get. I guess maybe they had like a water tube and then an electric. Outlet. I think it was electric and like septic. You know what I mean? Which is mm-hmm. gross. Because but... like water was shooting out of it, little holes everywhere. Yeah, it was weird. Didn't make much sense. And uh, uh, well, Pete over here is Max and Pete or Pete Junior talking about his plan, and he goes and kind of tells. Goofy, which he says he trusts his son. He doesn't have to look at the map, but you know, Pete's like, check the map, Goof. I always remember that for look some reason. Look at the map, Goof. Yeah. Yeah. And I love. Well, I don't like this. He says he trusts his son, but then again, uh, he does go and check it. Though. Well, no, he goes and checks. He goes and checks the map, and he's about to reach for the glove box, and then he doesn't. And he hits his car, and the glove box opens. He still looked at it when it opened. But he still looked at it. He still looked at it. Mm-hmm. But, like, then he realizes, hey, this motherfucker's been lying to me. Mm-hmm. And this is the uh, dynamic of the two families. Again, it's love over respect. What do you want more out of your son? Do you mm-hmm. want him to respect you, or do you want him to love you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd choose the goofy path any day. Mm-hmm. She keeps crying. Just flick a little water at her. Sorry, Sorry, my sister just walked in. That's <laughs> ah, terrible. Uh, but so it's really sad when Goofy walks into the room and he knows what's up. But I did laugh at how much pizza was just flung about the hotel room. Yeah. What What were they doing? I don't know. Having a pizza fight or something. I don't know. You don't. You don't throw. Yeah. Don't waste pizza. pizza. That's for sure. Don't waste pizza. That is a cardinal sin. If you Pizza's waste pizza, delicious. you're going to hell. And so the next day, they get to a junction, which I know this doesn't exist, a two-way junction that says Idaho or California, and this is Max's chance to redeem himself. Yes, and, and Goofy's just looking at him like, hey, like tell me where to turn, left or right. Left is to L.A., right is to Idaho. And he just trusts, he's hoping that his son will make the right decision. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't even do like, he doesn't like go to Idaho and be like, you fucked up, son. He just like literally waits. He plays like a game of emotional chicken with them. But also physical chicken because if he, they don't decide, he's going to run straight in the medium, which he almost does. Mm-hmm. That would be a fucked up end of the movie. They all he just, just goes, die because, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he ends up picking left, which is not the right decision because he picks L.A. And then Goofy pulls over soon, like on the shoulder as soon as he takes the left. They survive. And he's just pissed off. He mm-hmm. gets out of the car and he's just like just thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's keeping it all in until Max leans on the car. Once you know it, the car rolls down the hill. Wouldn't you know it. And we get, I love how, um, and apparently this was the first scene that the voice actors had to read and perform. Which is pretty intense because it's a chase scene with a car, but it has like everything's on the table with this argument between them. Like yeah. their car's going off cliffs, it's going into a water, and they're like they go through the whole range of emotions during this argument. Mm-hmm. But it does end on a touching note where he just says like I'm not trying to steal your life. I just want to be a part of it. Yeah, he just wants to be a part of his life, which mm-hmm. is I feel like that's what every father wants to do, you know. I think so. Yeah. And it's hard when you're a teenager because, like, you push and you push away. It's hard out here for a teen. Your dad wants you to take you on a vacation. But you just want to date Roxanne. 
Because she's hot for a cartoon, I'll admit. Mm, mm. She's only 16, We don't Freddy. know that. She could have been held back like two years. Oh. You know? She didn't seem know. that smart. <laughs> Jeez. You know, what if she was just like, you know, she got held back. She's like a super senior. So Goofy just wants to be a part of, of <laughs> Max's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then you get another song. Well, first of all, they're, they their car ends up in the, like, some river or something mm-hmm. and, and apparently their car over. floats which that's not a thing mm-hmm. that should be sinking but anyway they're on the roof of the car whatever and then you get another song which is nobody else but you song i don't mm-hmm. really, you know yeah very weird title for a song between like a dad and a son but it's a very touching yeah song. but it's like we're together and like mm-hmm. you know we complete each other and i like the songs especially the power line songs i'm a big fan of those but there's definitely no alan minkin stuff yeah. The guy who does all the good Disney songs. And this is what we've been talking about before. He spills the beans on Roxanne and his plan. They're like, well, this is what we got to take care of. But they fall off a waterfall and it's real intense, you know. And I felt like a real life or death factor, you know, for a movie that's shown like, you know, animated violence pretty like haphazardly. Like I felt like, oh, if one of them falls off, they go and die. Mm-hmm. But... Max is able to save his dad by using the perfect, perfect cast. Because he's like flying down, and then somehow this this thing, this like cloth creates a parachute. Mm-hmm. And he does the perfect cast, and he saves his dad. And there was nothing funnier to me than Goofy dangling, looking proud, just like <laughs> the He looks super cast. like dangling by his like shorts, and just <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. And uh, they sneak into the Powerline concert in instrument cases. Um, we get another Powerline song, which the lyrics to this song are, if we listen to each other now, something, something else, which is what the whole movie's about, mm-hmm. is a failure to communicate, if I can quote Cool Hand Luke, which is what you brought up earlier. Communication's the issue, and that's mm-hmm. what the last song is about, is Definitely, listening to yeah. each other. And they both get to end up on stage, and Goofy doesn't know what to do, so Max tells him to do the perfect cast, and they make it a dance. And now it's a dance, and then everyone does mm-hmm. it. It's like, yeah, we should learn that dance. Look, look pretty cool. Perfect cast dance, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet that'd catch on. It's like, you know, quarter to the mm-hmm. left, quarter to the right. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You gotta use clock terms. Yeah. Uh, but while this is happening... All the kids in West Virginia are freaking out. They're watching. Roxanne's all turned on, getting all wet. Everyone's into it. Bobby's just like spraying cheese whiz all over him. Yeah, that was just... weird. He he spread he sprays his the weasel spreads his whiz all over Roxanne and Stacy, and he drops the can of whiz and he kind of does like a he does a meet cue with Stacy, and they both have braces and they go and get it on. I don't even remember that part, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All, no loose ends in this movie. <laughs> someone ends up with someone. And also, the larger backup singer woman was one of the people in the cars during the Open Road song. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. And one thing I want to talk about were nuns in this movie. If you look, there's multiple occurrences of nuns. Nuns. Are I just at- noticed the ones in the in the car. Okay, there was nuns at the department store where Goofy works. When he runs and says he's going fishing with his boy, there's a few nuns that are there. Mm. When yeah, so during the open road song, there's the nuns. When they're at the diner, when everyone's clapping, there are nuns. When they get to the concert and there's a line of cars, nuns. 
Do you think they tried to do that? Or you think they just wanted to reuse the animations that they had for other things? You can't reuse. I don't know if you can reuse animation unless they're in the same like physical movement. I think if I you have know. the same character, like you know, you've seen that thing where they reuse cells. Yeah, they're doing the same action, you know, mm. and that's not the case. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just think weird then. Just someone had a really fucked up Catholic upbringing and who made Someone's this really movie. really into nuns, yeah. Well, who isn't? I guess. And so they get back into town. He comes clean to Roxanne. She doesn't have gloves on. And they give a little kiss and everything's great. And Goofy explodes. Yeah, Goofy gets blown up because the car that they finally got back with, mm-hmm. he like, he's trying to fix and it literally explodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Max at this point has to rough it without any parents. How he's an orphan, mm-hmm. which is real tough because he, you know, Roxanne's dad doesn't let him move in. Mm-hmm. He ends mm-hmm. up on the streets. He doesn't end up with Roxanne because mm-hmm. she can't put up with this shit. He has to sell his gloves, and his hands just feel naked. Yeah. If this was a better movie, but instead, <laughs> Goofy flies through the porch roof. And he gets introduced to Roxanne, which is a dangerous game because the things that Roxanne find, you know, attractive about Max. She, she it's not a dangerous game because she's sixteen and it's goofy. Get off the get off the <laughs> Roxanne being an adult. She's not an adult, but she's she's into, a little kid. You don't know she was held back, and she's really into like the goofy. She's into Max, Max, not Goofy. But, She's into but Goofy, Goofy does say Ashante, Mademoiselle. Yeah, but he's just a sweet dude. That's why. You just settled my shit, dude. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the end of the movie. I, I had a great time. I'm sad that you uh you threw this down, but I mean. Yeah, like it was fun to watch, but like it, I wouldn't say it holds up as like a really good movie. Like I'm not gonna watch this again. It was a weird ride, but it's not like something. No, I'm, I'm not gonna again. watch again. What? Thumbelina. I'm not gonna watch that again either. I'll admit that was a bad movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll straight up admit it. Well, you heard it here, folks. Isaac's bad at decision making, and we just finished another episode. Oh, why do all our episodes end in arguments now, Freddie? Can't we just get along? Are you saying we should listen to each other? I think we should listen Is to each other. Is there communication problem? We need to communicate and respect each other's opinions. That's what we need. <sighs> oh, mm. you, did you learn nothing from this movie? Um, I learned that, you know, Idaho has good, good fishing. I don't believe in fishing. Mm. You're all, you're, you're catch and release. No, I'm not on <laughs> fish in general. That would just be fishing. What? I told you about my, my vegan fishing pond, my plan. Where they're all like Westworld fish. Yeah. Yeah. You know you'd like that. I'd do it if it was Westworld. Well, I don't know. Well, if they rise up. If they're robots, then I'd do it, I guess. I don't know. Do they have a conscience? That's what They don't have a conscience, but when you do catch one and cut it open, it has tofu in it. So it's like it's a robot that has tofu in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd do it then. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be it. like playing a video game, basically, but I guess some sweet tofu at the end. So you hear it here. Freddy's got great ideas. This has been an episode of Hold Up, Throw Down. I'm Fred. And I'm Isaac. Please check us out on Facebook, iTunes, or email us at Hold Up, Throw Down. And I also want to plug something. I will be in a improv show on the, let me check the date right here. 
I will be on an improv show the 30th at 7 o'clock. It's at Urban Harvest Brewery in Milwaukee. It's uh, $5. Go on the Mojo Dojo comedy website uh, to get a ticket. And please come out. There's going to be a lot of great comedy. And uh, stay goofy. Film podcast starring Frederick Dakin and Isaac and Dara Cato. Please check out their Facebook, or if you have any questions or film recommendations, you can reach them at holduptrowdown at gmail.com. Thank you.